Democracy boils down to a decision, a, a personal decision. And even not choosing is a personal decision. It seems we Americans have lost a connection to this whole thing being personal uh, about us. I, I think absolutely so. If you listen in to Americans talking about politics these days, it's all about stuff that's a thousand miles away. It's about those people in Washington, D.C., it's about the folks who operate behind closed doors with lots of money and lots of access and lots of power. It's always about them and it's always out there. But the whole principle of American democracy is, in the words of the founders, it was called into being by we the people. We the people of the United States in order to form a more perfect union. And it's always been true that if it's going to be called back, and every time it has been called back, that call has come again from we the people. And it's the it's the habits of the heart that are developed in a personal sense that are the only hope we have of developing habits of a heart in a in a public. I think absolutely I think absolutely so. These habits of the heart and the local venues in which they develop, families, neighborhoods, classrooms, religious congregations, the spaces of public life, these are the, the infrastructure of democracy. And just as we have let our physical infrastructure in this society go to hell in a handbasket, so have we neglected the infrastructure of democracy. We have created... Well, we have allowed a political climate to be created, which is so not only conflicted, but so verbally violent and violent in other more direct physical ways as well, that lots and lots of we the people have been driven out of the public sphere back into private life. So how do we heal the, the heart in this way? I mean, there, it, it sounds as though this is a difficult process. We're faced with a world right now where there is intense division between the haves and the have-nots in this country. We're faced with those people in Washington, I say that as much as anybody, those people in the state capital, whatever state you live in, those people who don't agree with me are wrong. Those people who agree with me are right. We need to get away from that, but it, it seems stronger now. Where do we go to begin to heal the heart in a personal but also in a political way? How do we heal the heart of democracy? It seems to me that what we need today is a We the People movement which begins at home and which starts to create a climate of discussing our differences that is respectful enough and creative enough that people aren't driven out of the political arena by it, but are drawn more powerfully in. I'm prepared to grant that on the left and on the right, there are 15 to 20 percent of people at the extremes who are constitutionally incapable of participating in that creative, generative conversation. In your book, you talk about this conversation with the percentage capable of having it as a, as a dance between the darkness and the light. Can you explain that further? I think we have to be able to say the darkness and the light are constantly at play, and the one isn't good and the other bad. 
it's what comes out of the dance of darkness and light, the intermingling, the co-creativity that we value and cherish. And we need to learn how to host that dance and to engage in that dance and to do that dance with one another. If we drop down to a more human level of exchange and invite each other to start telling the stories that lie behind the beliefs we hold, then we're going to get somewhere. Then we're going to to have a, a more creative conversation. I was with a physician a couple of months ago who was complaining bitterly about Medicare. I happen to think Medicare is very important, and it's jeopardized in our society now, and I don't like to hear anybody, especially a physician, put it down. But instead of tossing my opinion back at him, for some reason, I was given the grace in that moment.